Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, 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 it's Todd Fox here from Halos in the Infield, and I got to tell you about Noble Oil Works, where all you have to do is mention Halos in the Infield to get 10% off of any kind of craft beer or anything in-house or on tap at Noble Oil Works. They have the best flavored beers and awesome golden pale L's. You got to check them out. Mention HITI and get your 10% off right there. And then also 714 Tickets, 714 Tickets. 714 Tickets is a place to go to get tickets for concerts, theater events, and also sporting events outside of the states of California because you can go anywhere and use 714 Tickets and get a 714 Tickets discount via HITI, which is Halos in the Infield in the Apply Now code. So give them a call too or go online and get that discount courtesy of Halos in the Infield. Now enjoy the show. And welcome everybody to Halos in the Infield. Well, my name is Fernando the Lone Star Halo. You guys know me and here's a face who you guys should know by now. It is the one and only Rob. You guys have heard him before. You guys have seen him before. Rob, how are you? How are things? I'm I'm good, man. Can't complain. I'm glad to be back. It's good to see you. Yeah, it's always nice to see you as well. It's always nice to get some of your baseball opinions. You always have some good sports takes, but... Today isn't really a sports take kind of episode. So we brought you on, A, because you were you were free, you're willing to do this, and nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but B, you're you're a family man. You're you're lucky enough to have a, a happy family, a healthy family. Um, you know, I follow you. I know your wife has that blog, uh, you know, kind of influencer thing she's got going on. You know, she talks about you guys going to Disneyland and all that kind of stuff. You're what mm-hmm. they call a Disney daddy. You know, yes. you guys like going out there. How often do you guys go to Disneyland a month? Is it a monthly thing? Do you guys have magic keys? Yeah, we do. So um, I'm very fortunate to do what I do for work and um, have a flexible schedule. So we go about seven to eight times a month. Wow. Okay. Okay. And we're talking at like a like a couple hour kind of thing. Like, hey, we got a you know we got some time. Well, or is it a full yeah, day? So, no, no. Heck okay, no. Okay. Um, with a little one, it's. 8 a.m. and we're out of there by by 12. I gotta get to gotta get back to work. I gotta get stuff some stuff done here and there. That's fair. Kids gotta go down for a nap, kind of thing, you know. We can't be there Absolutely. all day. Okay. I can't be broke either. Fair enough. Fair enough. What's what's like the the favorite family activity there right now? Like if you guys are going on a trip to Disney, like what's kind of the thing right now? Got to ride Dumbo. My son's all over that. No matter what, it's always Dumbo. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, definitely a very, very popular attraction. Have you guys gone to Orlando yet? We have. My wife oh. and I, but not with our okay. son yet. Okay, future plans? Future plans. Hopefully he's a little bit older when he gets to okay. do more of the fun things. You know Appreciate I mean? a little bit more. Yeah, get out of a little kitty zone. Fair, fair enough. Nothing wrong right now with going to Disneyland, though. So, uh, So, you... Since you do ha- have a son, I wanted to talk a little bit about the family experience in Angel Stadium. Now, 
you know, Angel Stadium is obviously a family-friendly environment, things like that. Okay, you know, you don't have to go there and fear the fear of, you know, something happening to your family. It's safe, relatively speaking. But I want to dive a little deeper than that. Yeah, you feel safe taking your son to Angel Stadium. But do you feel welcome? You you get what I'm trying to say. And I'm sure a lot of people with little ones kind of know what I'm talking about. There is, hey, it's a family-friendly environment. And like, hey, my family can come here and have a great time. So let's get down to the nuts and bolts of it. For starters, Angel Stadium has almost nothing that they offer families. Am I right? You're pretty much right. Besides that little bit they have right there with left and right field, there's really not much going on. So correct me if I'm wrong. So growing up, we already talked off air about the whole, you know, run with Darren Erstad thing. You know, they let the fields, the, the kids run on the field. They, they get a run across, do their little thing. They don't really do that anymore. They do the steel third, but, you know, that's one kid, you know, out of the entire crowd. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong on this part. There used to be, like, kids' games out in, like, right center field, right? Yeah, there used to be a ton of all yeah, ages. So. It ranged from, like, 2 to 13. There was something to do. And e- even older kids were able to do the run with Erstad type thing and throwing the ball to the uh, to the batter and all that stuff to see the miles per hour. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. You know, they had the – I think they had this little ring toss where you got a ring and you got to, like, throw it over, like, this cardboard rally monkey cutout. Um I believe there was even, yeah, they had the the little, uh, like a miniature field out there in center field, almost like Petco Park. Mm-hmm. So, they you did. Know, they used to have this stuff. I didn't go to my first Angels game till about 2005 in person. Um, and that was kind of the era. And I think most of those little games were there until about 2016, but I don't think they were used anymore because I had season tickets from 2016 to 2020 in right field. So I remember seeing those little, you know, those little kid games out there. They just weren't used, I think, outside of Sundays. Mm -hmm. I remember going when I was a kid, and I won't say when my first game was, but it was well before (laughs) yours. And uh, I remember walking in there when Disney owned it, too. It used to be great. used to have this little card. You'd go get your card, and you plug it in for points. You'd get stuff back as a kid. You'd get posters. I have these posters, all these posters when I was younger, to have a – these baths, that little helmets, actual replica little helmets and everything okay. that you would get for showing up to games. And already you're just giving me rat traps everywhere to show, when I show up to games and hopefully my kid yeah. doesn't find one. Yeah, hopefully not, right? You know, for you, you look away for two or three seconds to eat some of your helmet nachos and all of a sudden your kid's <laughs> hand stuck in a, in a rat trap because that's what we got. Hey, well, at least they have Otani's face on them, right? Not anymore, but they did. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> At least they did. Now they have maybe a bigger reason. Um, But, like, the thing missing, because, you know, growing up in San Diego, um, I got to experience Petco Park when I was in, like, fourth grade, 2004, fourth grade. I mean, how old are you in fourth grade? 11? Yeah. Yeah, it's a little, maybe younger. Okay. Okay, 10, 11, somewhere in there, I think. So, you know, I got to grow up, like, going to Petco Park. And um, they had that exact thing you're talking about. You know, they give you this little junior Padres card. You swipe it on the machine. You know, yeah, 10 points, you get a pack of baseball cards. You know, you obviously don't get much. But like you said, the more and more you go, you actually get cool stuff. I remember like one year I got like 80 points. 
So after the season ended, I got to go on the field and like play catch with my dad. And, you know, like as a kid, that's awesome. Right. You know, you get to Mm -hmm. go on the field and Hey, be like your favorite player. But so I I never really got to experience that part of angel stadium. It's I I never knew they did that because nobody's ever mentioned that before. Was that just all around the stadium? Was there a specific section you needed to go to get your points? It was pretty much all around the stadium. It was like a little ATM machine, and you had your card, and that's all you needed. So you agree with me now, then, that the Angels have really dropped the ball on having a family-welcomed environment where, like, your kid could be stimulated and, you know, the parents could actually enjoy the game. Oh, yeah, they absolutely dropped the ball. The family experience is completely gone. Yeah, and I think, like, the Angels always use that term, and you hear it all the time, like, oh, we want to create a family-friendly environment. And, yeah, nobody can argue that. Angel Stadium is family-friendly, but, like, mm-hmm. I've gotten to go to 18 Major League Baseball stadiums, and I'm fortunate to say that. And almost every stadium I've been to, I could think of something unique that, you know, the stadium offers. Petco Park, have you guys gotten to take your, your little one there yet? No, not yet. We're trying. We wanted to last year. We never made it down there. Okay. Well, hey, maybe this is the year. Um, you know, they have that little wiffle ball field, and I believe that they have a playground out there in center field as well. I know they're redoing that area. Um, I don't know if they're still going to have a playground, but they did have a little jungle gym there. Um, so, you know, and, and on top of all that, they had a grassy hill. So at least, you know, your kid alone put wiffle ball. There's a grassy hill. There's a playground. There's enough stuff there. And they have that giant screen so you can still watch the game. Um, The Texas Rangers in center field at the very, very top level, because I don't know if you've seen that stadium, like everything's stacked on top of each other. So if you're Mm -hmm. in the nosebleeds, you're on top of the field. So center field, the highest section you can get, they have these little like a wiffle ball field. And then, uh, you know, like a Westfield Mall they have those little like squishy kind of jungle gyms that like the kids could like climb on oh, like, yeah. the, the whale. And if they fall, you know, who cares? It's padded and you know, the ground soft, they have like that kind of area. So it's nothing extravagant for like bigger kids, you know, for someone with a little one, your age, it's perfect, but anything past like six, seven, eight, the kids probably kind of over it, but at least that's yeah. something they offer. And I feel like it's a little different. If your kids, you know, eight ish, they can probably sit through and, you know, at least have a little bit of enjoyment of the game. But, you know, if you have a one, two-year-old, they don't care. No, it's hard. The attention span is so small. You get it maybe an inning or two, and then after that, it's, I want to go, I want to eat something, or I want to watch something on the phone or something like that. I try to keep them engaged, but they don't do it for you. Of course. You know, when you go to Angel Stadium, like, you know, yeah, they see the fireworks, they see the, 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 the flames shooting up, and, yeah, kids like that. But, I mean, that's three seconds and then it's nothing for 20 minutes and then maybe another three seconds. And like, that's where the angels are really dropping the ball. Uh, I've never been a Comerica park in Detroit, but they have like a little Ferris wheel from what I've heard and seen photos of the Washington nationals have an entire playground and kids section. Same with the Phillies. Uh, there's just so many teams that have figured it out. And you would just think that it's such a no-brainer. Yeah, you're investing mm-hmm. money in essentially something that isn't going to make you a profit, right? At the end of the day, having a playground, like a McDonald's-style playground like they have in Washington, does that make you money directly? No. But 
if you know you and your wife are happy, your kids having a good time because you guys are able to enjoy the game. You know what? Maybe you're willing to buy that $15 beer because, hey, you know what? My kids entertain. We're each going to have a beer, have a good time, or we're going to get that cotton candy. You're going to be more likely to spend money if you're having a good time. Look at places like Disney. They figure that out. If families are happy, mm -hmm. they'll spend money all day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, middle of the week, you have nothing to do, nothing going on. Oh, do I want to go to the Angel Games? And like, we have this conversation all the time. You know what? Not really. He wasn't that good last time, and there's nothing for him to do, and it's not that exciting, and he just wants to run around the whole time, and there's nowhere to run. And all, all the stadiums you named, too, we were just in Cleveland. And that stadium, we saw a game there last year. It was great. They had a whole section of a floor uh, sectioned off for kids, certain age groups. They had the slides, the jungle gyms and everything. There's people in there watching. They're paid to watch them. And I think it makes you money because it's people like ourselves are like, you know what? I'll go to the game. I can go play there. They're fine. They're going to have a good time. We'll be right there outside watching the game. I can see in, watch them the whole time. And I'll go ahead and spend that extra 20 bucks for a ticket per game and all that stuff in the midweek when the blue or the Tigers come to town or something like that, or the Reds or it's more exciting and stuff. But yeah, the Angels dropped the ball. And the, my biggest thing, too, is I remember being a kid where the Angels used to have a California Bear mascot. Oh, yeah. they had two, right? Oh, they had two of them. Yeah. Yeah. So now you go to games, you watch like Houston, you watch Philly. Like those kids engage on those mascots there. They love to see them. They're so happy. But what do they, we have a rally monkey that comes alive ever so often when we're down close enough somewhat? Yeah. They have specific rules. So maybe. That would be an interesting episode. Let's get somebody on who used to work for the Angels and like have them like go through the list because like I think like if they're down by more than like six runs, it can't be before the fifth inning. It's just it's things like that, and it's just like it's that. Who cares? Just just bring the rally monkey on for the kids. Yeah, they like because the the monkey will jump on the screen, um, like when there's like two strikes and the angels are like trying to get a win and it'll say like, Hey, get loud or something like that. But like, how come they just don't do that normally? And even that, that's just a screen. I mean, you want something exactly. physically in front of you too. You know what I mean? That mask, the 66ers game, we were just talking about that. They have a mascot. And they have two. Is great. They have two. Yeah. The gauge is great with the crowd. Kids love it. They're always running around to the mascot going here and there. Adults love it too. It just, it makes for a good time. So let me ask you this. So you, you have the keys to the kingdom uh, of Angel's kingdom and you get to decide what you want. So are, are you sticking with the rally monkey if you're in charge or would you do something else? So like, you know, I know Halo Joe's always wanted to get like a, a Halo Joe, you know, a guy dressed in an Angel's costume. Yeah, you got to do something else. I think the rally monkey has run its course. It was great. No, two. It was great during those playoff runs in the late 2000s. And everything, but now it's kind of like, oh, there's that monkey again, and people—it's just not there anymore. The hype's gone, and you need something new, something refreshing for your crowd and your home fans, especially after what's happened in these past five, six years. Okay, how about this? A hippopotamus—we can call it like hippie halo or something <laughs> like that, or Hillary halo. You know what I mean? You can have a pink hippo like in Fantasia with the halo on. I just put a pinata out there. I don't care. Just do yeah. something. Like you got to get something, some type of engagement from the crowd where something's walking around pregame during the game. Cause there's those dull moments in those games where you need something. And 
no offense, at Angel Stadium, you don't have any organist. You don't have that certain type of things pumping up the crowd. They're, I think they're trying to do a DJ here and there, but fans aren't in the stands to do it. You got to do something to bring people in. Yeah, and it's just like, here's the thing. Like, Angel Stadium is kind of in the middle of a rock and a hard place because, you know, it's the fourth oldest stadium in professional baseball. When you think of stadiums that have zero entertainment for kids, we're talking Fenway Park, Wrigley Field, but the excuse there, those are old ballparks. Those are 100 years old. I mean, they didn't really care about family-friendly environments back, you know, 100 years ago. You know, you would have, you know, two parents smoking a cigar and, you know, that's, it was okay back then. You know what I mean? Like that was, yep, absolutely. That, that was a ball game. You know, your kid didn't want to be there. Who cares? Shut up. You know, we're, yeah, we're watching the absolutely. game, dad's smoking a cigar. But now we're in a situation where like that kind of stuff is important, right? It, it's important to business because like you said, maybe your family would be more inclined to go to Angel Stadium if they had an, a playground situation, have you been to Candyland and the Santa Ana Mall? I have not. Okay. Um, you know, it's it's a small indoor playground. It's kind of like Seascapes in Anaheim if you've gone there. No, no. It, shockingly, I'm not an Orange County guy. I am in LA okay. County. I'm in Dodger country. Hardcore where I'm at right now. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Not too far away from some of the players are at too. So it's kind of interesting spot where I'm at. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so you're probably uh, the the minority there in terms of oh, being an Angels fan. Okay, fair enough. So you know, I'm sure you've heard of Sky Zone, Get Air, things like that. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's a small indoor playground, jungle gym, very similar to you know, like the ones we used to play on at McDonald's. You know, you got your ball pits, you got slides, things like that. Like if the Angels can get a situation where they have something like that, put it in center field perhaps wall it off or something. Maybe it could mm-hmm. be kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese situation. Like what if you pay five bucks, you drop your kid off, you, they give you a bracelet, they give your kid a bracelet, and then it's kind of like a kid check situation at Chuck E. Cheese. You have people there who are, you know, CPR certified. They're, you know, these people know how to take care of children. It's a safe environment. You leave your kid there. Maybe you hang out in the section nearby, kind of like in Cleveland, or perhaps they offer a service where you really could just leave your kid there. They're guarded, they're monitored, they call you if something happens, and you and mm-hmm. your wife could go to a restaurant or something at the stadium. Like, I feel like you can charge for that, and people would pay. Absolutely. Absolutely would. I mean, it's for the experience in itself, when you, especially when you got a good team in town, you want to watch it. It's a good series. Of course. Of course. I mean, I mean, and, and I'm sure, think about this, right? You know, you're going with your wife. You know, you guys get to go to, you know, Brewery X at the stadium, which you normally don't get to do because, you know, you can't sit down and have a meal with the kid, with your child. You know, that's probably a very normal situation for families, right? Your kids get fussy. Mm-hmm. You can't have a quiet meal with, with your wife, husband, whatever your situation may be. So now you're in a situation where you're paying a couple dollars to drop your kid off here. And now you guys get to go to a restaurant. So now the angels are potentially profiting twice from a situation where prior they wouldn't be making any money yeah. because you're only at the stadium for three to four innings now because little Johnny won't shut up. You know, you got to go to work tomorrow and you guys are just like, you know what? We're just going to leave early. We're not having a good time anyway. And now you're less likely to go. Yeah. It's all those ideas are there. 
I mean, just copying these other ballparks in itself too. And even the trop, right? I, oh, I didn't I talk have... about this. Even the one of the worst stadiums of baseball, the trop. They have a craft center. They have a batting cage for these older kids. They have something to do. They have, there's uh, music there for them before and after the game. There's entertainment. And it's complimentary. Uh, you don't pay a dime there. And that's one of the worst stadiums of baseball. And they're always thinking about the families first. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Oakland has anything. And, I mean, they're the fifth oldest, if memory serves you play, correctly. You just play with possums. That, that's fine. <laughs> hey, at least your kids entertain. They got to teach a possum how to sit. <laughs> yeah, Get a rabies shot. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's just so much harder to think of stadiums that don't offer anything. You know, San mm-hmm. Francisco, if you guys have gotten to, go, uh, gotten to go there, they have like the Coca-Cola slide where your kid gets to go in the bottle and slide down. Like, it's just, it's such a basic thing. The Brewers have a playground. Hell, some of these spring training facilities have playgrounds. Do the Angels? No. It's just, it's there. It's so much harder, I feel, to just not do it. Like, I understand, like, things like the batting cage and, you know, the pitching where you get to see, you know, how fast you throw. Like, Pickle Park used to have that. They got rid of it. You know, I would imagine something like that's probably not making much of a profit, right? Yeah. What's going to make more money? Uh, a batting cage for the kids or, you know, a, a beer garden for adults? The beer garden, obviously. I get it. Absolutely. That's that's what Pickle Park did. They got rid of their, you know, their, they used to call it the Padres Power Alley, and they put, like, a bunch of beer gardens there. Great. I, I get that. But they still have the center field area for families and kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, the Angels already have the, the Modelo patio in left field, whatever they're going to call it this year, because they change it literally every year. They have the Budweiser porch in right field. They have Brewery X. They have the Don Julio Cup. They already have their money makers. How about now you try to make some extra money for the parents? Parents would love it. It's just, oh, okay, if you can do one thing to Angel Stadium within a reasonable budget, let's say they're giving you, I mean, I Hundred thousand dollars. I mean, you know, you got to go through permits, stuff like that. Maybe a couple more. Maybe we'll say half a million to be safe. What are you doing with that? Like, what do you think would make the Angels money and entertain families all at the same time, fairly on the cheap? Uh, it's easy. Um, you go to center field right there where the rocks are at. You have that little Coors Light stand. You've seen that back there. Who's really watching the game from there? Get rid of that. Go ahead and put some type of slide in there. Slide behind the rock or something like that, and make it a fun attraction. Um, across the way where they have the Toyota where Albert Pujols home run used to be. Now it's just a Toyota car that sits there. I don't want to go to the game to go shopping for a car. I have been there to see a baseball game. Get rid of the car where Erstad's race used to be. Do something like that again. Put that back in. This is a generation two of video games. Put video game stations back up or an arcade station back up and these kids are going to go nuts over there. And you could keep it walled off. You wall it off there in left field, wall it off there in the right field. It would sure it would eliminate you walking back and forth from the stadium. You have to walk around the other way, but it would give the kids or families some little section there, dead center. And for a hundred grand, you could put a slide, a jungle gym right there, right behind those rocks. Yeah, actually, I've explored in the past opening up like an indoor playground for kids. And yes, you can actually buy an entire indoor jungle gym for exactly a hundred thousand dollars. That's including the shipping, because I look. 
Um, I, I was going to get like a, a, a rocket ship themed one because I was like, oh, you know, that'd be cool. Yeah. So, yeah, you can get one for $100,000. Um, I think that's a great idea about gutting the Coors Light porch because, like you said, I mean, that's a horrible place to watch a game. You can see a little bit from out there, but not much. So maybe you can gut all that out and where the, that little Coors Light bar is, put the mm -hmm. video games in there mm -hmm. or, you know, put plexiglass in there, you know, put some foam pits in there, maybe whatever. Have for like smaller kids in there. You can have an Angel Stadium employee, you know, guarded, and the parents can watch from the outside plexiglass area while their kids play inside. You can put some screens around there. And then on the outside, that's where you can put those kids' games. And boom, all of a sudden, we're in business. Yeah. You know, no parent who's going to a baseball game. If you're going to a baseball game, you have a little bit of throwaway money. Maybe not a lot, but a little bit. I guarantee you, a hundred out of a hundred parents would pay five dollars for their kids to play in a walled-off, safe environment at Angel Stadium where they could enjoy the game and watch their kid all at the same time. What parent would absolutely. say no? Five bucks? Ten bucks? No, absolutely. How yeah, exactly? How can you not say no? I mean, what's the next option? Go to Disneyland down the street for a couple hundred bucks? No, let's go to the Angel game where I get to enjoy myself, watch a game. You can go out, we can get a hot dog and everything. Then they go play there. They can have fun. There's other kids there. They're interacting. They're getting exactly. out of the house. Well, especially itself. because, you know, you can sell them like a standing room only seat, right? You know, mm -hmm. a lot of stadiums do that where you can go, hey, you know, you pay five, ten bucks and you can you can stand anywhere you want in the ballpark. So, boom, there you go. You can charge, you know, you and your family five bucks. Each, that's 15 bucks. You're going to pay five dollars. Uh, you know, you're going to leave this kid in this plexiglass area. Like I said, safe environment padded. There's little slides and stuff in there. Great. And now, you know, you put some food stands there for the parents. All of a sudden, we're talking about family fun, all in with parking, 50 to 60 bucks. And you have to remember, 50 or $60 for a family doesn't stretch like it used to. You know, 50 yeah. to 60 bucks maybe gets you and your wife in a Knott's Berry Farm in the middle of January. But in the summer, you know, it's 60 bucks a ticket. There's not much these days you can do with the family of three for – 60 to 80 bucks anymore. Yeah. And it, it's just insane that the angels want so much from their fan base too. At the same time, you're going to charge me this much to get into a game. And I'm looking at the product on the field. Give my kids something to remember. Cause right now what all these kids remembering Dodgers baseball. Yeah. All they want right now. They and the Dodgers just there. redid their uh, outfield. Uh, what do they call it? The, uh, the pavilions. They just redid the mm -hmm. pavilions out there. And I believe that they just added a kid section right in center field where the batter's eye is. They netted it off and yes. they have like this little running area. I haven't been there since. I don't know if you have. I avoid that place. Like it That's has a plague. Have you been there ever? I have. I have okay. in the past. I've gone there um, when the angels have played and everything. And it, it's, it, the potential was there. It always was there. And then they capitalized on it. Angel Stadium, the potential is there too, right behind home plate, uh, outside the gates. That whole baseball field that's brick before you enter, you can almost wall that off and have a welcoming center for kids to come and play before the game. You get, you know what I mean? Some type of interaction, get them excited to be there instead of these two Mickey Mouses sitting out there for God knows how long. They look like crap, first off. The helmets they finally repainted last year because they were looking deteriorated at the same time too i believe in 2018 they they painted them and then you know what five years later they look bad again 
Yeah, it's, I mean, there's sunbeam. You got to do something. Yeah. Um, you know, and also the advantage that Angel Stadium has on both sides, uh, you know, if you were to look at an aerial shot uh, out of the seated area, you know, they have like where all the palm trees and little like artificial turf is where the music garden is. A, they don't yeah. really use that music anymore. They used to. I remember they always used to have live music and, you know, they used to host little events. Hell, they used to have like dating nights. I remember they used to have like singles nights out there. But like now it just kind of sits there. So what's stopping you from making that a kid's area? It's secluded in the corner, Great point. you know, wall off. So like, you know, creeps can't stand outside and watch, you know, wall that portion off. You already have the turf out there. Add some foam slides. Getting held, you can all of a sudden do it real cheap. Yeah, because there's no reason for me, like Golden Road, if this is and granted this is before uh we'd go over to Noble. Golden oh. Road was right there across the street. They managed to caps capture us in and bring kids in there. Yet they had a uh, game for the kids to play. There's ping pong, there's a little grass area for them to run around. There was something for them to do before the game. And even just plain and simple just on a random weekend. You want to go out there, have fun, have a good time. There's something there. There's cornhole out there. So the Angels have yet to capitalize on something so small to make it so large for themselves. Yeah, and it's just an example of how this front office is so out of touch with what the fan base wants. Because no matter what, people will go watch a losing team if they can still have fun at the stadium. And at the mm -hmm. end of the day, Angel Stadium now – doesn't offer anything. There's really, you can watch the game or you can watch the game. And that's fine yeah. when your team is winning. And that's fine when you have a hardcore audience. People go to Wrigley Field to watch a baseball game. I love mm -hmm. Wrigley Field, but I love Wrigley Field because of what it is. Angel Stadium is not and will never be on the Wrigley Field level. I don't care if this stadium lives to be 100. It's never going to be at that level. So stop treating it like it is. No matter what, Angel Stadium is never going to be a, a cathedral of baseball, no matter how you treat it. Yeah. Yes, it's seen some amazing history. If the walls at Angel Stadium could talk, I could probably talk to it for hours, and I'm sure you would, because there's a lot of stories, there's a lot of memories, and I love Angel Stadium for what it is. The potential, in my opinion, will always be there, but it just it doesn't get the TLC it deserves. You know, I, I'm sure your wife's complained to you about how bad the bathrooms are. My girlfriend has, you know what I mean? Like women literally have to worry about the doors falling off because they're so rusted. It's like if they can't even get that right, mm -hmm. what makes us think they're going to build a family friendly environment where your kid can be entertained and you guys can be entertained. It's just not going to happen, unfortunately. No. And then you go to some games too, and half the concessions are closed and yep. you're running. If you're on the top level, you're running all the way down the bottom level and there's no TVs on in between. You're missing the game. Something goes off. You don't know what's, what's happening. And yeah, there's just so much they can do. And even with everything open, mine is a hot dog. What is there for a kid to eat? That's we bring fair. our own food. I mean, chicken tenders? Question mark. You know. <laughs> yeah, even then, like they're so big. My son, I mean, he's two now. He he can eat them a little bit better. But when he's younger, sure. he wasn't really wolfing those down. I mean, they had no really family type option foods, and the things they do have, those lines are so extremely long. It's like, forget this. We're out of here. We're gonna bring our own food in, and you allow people to bring their own food in.
That's the, yeah. which is, it's, it's good and bad, right? You're almost saying like, Hey, like we don't have that much here. So yeah, please bring something in if you can, but if not, we, here's your bare minimum. I remember here I go talking about Pickle Park again. And I'll make it very clear. I'm not crazy about Pickle Park. I don't love it. Uh, it's fine. It's great for what it is. Um, they used to have a little section in that center field where they had an entire restaurant catered to children. They had kids meals. They had discounted food for kids. Like what's stopping the angels from doing that? It doesn't even just have to be kids centric, but like that, uh, what is it now? Jersey Mike's who the hell wants mm-hmm. to go to angel Stadium and get Jersey Mike's? I know people who do. It's just like, there's yeah. nothing great about it. Like I've no. never been a fan of getting local restaurant food at the ballpark. I don't like that. Like yeah. that's one of the things I hate about Petco park. Like, Oh, well they have hoedads and, they have fish tacos from Lucha Libre. Yeah, those are great restaurants, but I can just drive a mile down the street and get it for half the price. Why would I want it at Petco Park where it's double the price? Same thing with Jersey Mike's. You can go almost anywhere in Orange County or L.A. and find a Jersey Mike's and get that same sandwich for $6 and not $15. Mm-hmm. You know, So what's stopping them from putting a child-exclusive restaurant there? Have chicken tenders. Sure, you can still have your hot dogs. Have a smaller pizza for kids. Have a peanut butter and jelly Smucker's sandwich. Yeah. Something okay. interactive, too. And you actually hit it right there on the head. How hard is it to get a wood fire burning pizza place? To go in there, kids build their own. They see it made and all that stuff. Kids dig that stuff, man. Like they a place pizza kind of thing. You know what yes. I mean? Get one of those vendors to go in there. And, you know, people would like that too. I mean, realistically, it takes, you know, five minutes from beginning of that process to end of that process. Probably more like 10 minutes by the time you actually have the pizza in your hand. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd wait 10 minutes for a pizza I get to make, you know. But, hey, nothing like making the right turn to OGs. Yeah. No left. The left <laughs> are going right to OGs. It's just – the, the Angel Stadium experience is just so flawed now, you know, and I feel like it's definitely, it, it's deteriorating. Obviously, we know that. The stadium is not what it used to be. But they're not even putting lipstick on a pig, and I think that's what really upsets me. And that's why I wanted to make this episode. You know, you have that perspective of being a family man. Well, let me ask you this. Would you be more inclined, and I understand you live farther away, but if you lived a relatively decent distance from angel stadium would your family consider season tickets if there was a better family option do you see that being a routine thing your family would do absolutely we actually had seats before um okay my wife and i but uh yeah with when my son came and there's really nothing for him and that's when we actually stopped because of that too and there's no sense of direction with this team on what they're going to do for the stadium, for the fans in itself. And I'm more interested to see what happens now when half of the Japanese sponsors who are now gone, who's going to replace that money? Are we going to see less concessions? Are we going to see less fan interaction? Because it's a lot of those giveaways are from A lot more Burger King ads. Yeah, you think about it, like, those, those sponsors gave so much. I mean, I have, my son has the rally, little rally monkey. We have the bobbleheads. It was all sponsored by what Otani was bringing in. Of course, of course. And yeah, that, that's going to be really, really interesting to see what the Angels do with that. You know, I, I'm still secretly hoping that Artie is just going to give up on the organization and sell. And honestly, I think at this point, it's in his best interest. 
Because he's just so out of it. The front office is just so out of it. They're so out of touch. They don't care anymore. They're not doing anything. This organization, the stadium, has so much potential. Give it to somebody who's at least going to take care of it. You know, and if mm-hmm. you can't fix the big A, give it to somebody who will or at least tear it down and build a new one. So I'll, I'll give him a little bit of credit. Okay. He had the right idea before he tried to illegally buy the stadium for yeah. whatever $50 a ball, million dollars it was. Yeah, the ballpark. Bill, he, he, I think he bought it for like a million dollars more than they gave Trout. They gave Trout like 324 or something, and they bought the land for like 325 But And it's so massive. I mean, at least $500 million, I'm thinking about just real estate today, maybe even more. Well, exactly, because that's like, you know, we're talking, what would you say, about 200 acres, 200 plus acres mm-hmm. in prime Southern California. You got Disneyland, you got L.A., it, Right. There's nowhere in Southern California where you have that much land available anywhere. No. And the other thing is too, is you have no more, you have no better place with so much freeway access, 57, the five, the 22 down the road, the 55 down the road. It's Absolutely. all right there. And you're right. It, the potential is there for it. The LA live type thing that they wanted to do there would have been freaking great there. You could have had a whole bunch of things there on season, off season, but now it's, you know, it's monster truck. As you see behind me, that's not yeah. there anymore. It is dirt, but it's monster truck weekend again. So it's all jacked up there to feel like we're more sponsoring that than anything else. Yeah. But yeah, the angels, it's everything. The potential is there, but you do have to redo the stadium. You have to do something. You have to buy it out or you got to leave. And I hope he sells, but at this point in time, you lost your valuation. It drops when you lose Otani and then trout. I love trout. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm a firm believer in trout. I think he's going to be good and, not going to be great like he was, but once he leaves, valuation drops even more. And you're going to hope that one of these young guys are going to step in and be something big like that. But there's no guarantee and no buyer is going to want that. So the time is to sell is now. And the stadium, let alone, needs it the most. But then you get the team and everything else to go along with it. All right, let me ask you this. Yes or no? Angel Stadium is going to be around in 10 years. And I'm saying gut, because obviously, you know, it's already going to sell and all that. That all goes into it. But, you know, all in, is it, it still going to be here? Uh, it will still be here, I think. It might be redone, but it will still be here because, like, you just said it the best. We're going to find this much land. That's fair. Okay. Do you think it'll get redone in the next five years? And I mean redone. I don't mean, you know, lipstick on a pig that they've been doing. Hey, we got new video screens. I mean redone. No, I don't. Okay. I, I think you see a lot more duct tape around the stadium than anything. Okay. Well, you know, and like I said, I know that's going to change if ownership changes because, you know, at the end of the day, any new owner would probably understand, like, hey, we got to repair this stadium quick because it's just going to lead to more issues down the road. I, I don't understand why Artie keeps kicking the can down the road to fix the stadium if he isn't going to sell it. The team. He has owned the stadium. The city of Anaheim owns it. Well, yeah, then why isn't he trying to even get money for repairs like other teams are? You know, because you hear that all the time, right? Like the Milwaukee Brewers owner is trying to get money from the city of Milwaukee to fix the roof. Same with the Diamondbacks. Artie's not even trying for what we know. I mean, we know that he bought the land from Harry Sadu. Um, and then like, oh, well, it turns out that Artie, what, paid like a million dollars under the table to get this to the forefront of the city council's like list of priorities. And I mm-hmm. think that was that whole lawsuit, right? And the FBI did the investigation. Harry stepped down. 
We never really heard anything about it again. I don't know if they're still investigating or if they're pleaded guilty. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. I, I didn't update. I, I didn't get an update on that. Yeah. So, I mean, I know Artie has put money into the stadium in itself too, but um, to redo it completely, I don't think the city of Anaheim is interested in it unless he signs some type of long-term lease. Because what our lease is still up here pretty soon, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, is it after 2029? Yeah, I believe the 2030 season's in question. And just like they're having the same issue in Oakland right now, we're not going to do anything until you guarantee us that you're going to be here longer. Because if we revamp a whole stadium for you and you just get a great deal on land somewhere else and up and leave us, we're kind of SOL pretty quick here. Yeah, so I I, I guess we'll see. Because originally the deal was that they would give Artie the land, he bought the land, and I think he signed a contract to like 2050, I think it was, right? Originally. Mm-hmm. It was a Originally. very long-term deal. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that's out the window now. So, we'll see. Hopefully more materializes with that soon, but um, I don't know. I mean, right now, I mean, they announced that project a couple of years ago in Tempe. I don't know if you remember that. They were like, hey, yes. we're going to redo the Angels facilities. And I actually just messaged Jeff Fletcher today, and I was like, hey, any update on that? He said they're supposed to break ground on that this spring, uh, right after spring training's over. And they announced that in 2021, we're barely getting some groundbreaking. According to Jeff Fletcher, we'll see more develops on that. So, I mean, if we're three years after announcing that, I can only imagine how far behind we are in anything Angel Stadium. Yeah, and the other problem with Angel Stadium is, too, I think, it was, was uh, when he was trying to bluff the city council saying, I'm going to leave. I'm going to Panorama City. I'm going to Long Beach and all that stuff, which he cannot go to Long Beach. I live very close by. There's nowhere for him to go. Panorama City is even worse of an area to, to go to. Well, would MLB but, also get angry if he goes to, you know, L.A. County proper? I understand they're the L.A. Angels, but, you know, the Dodgers do have that territory. I think they would not be happy. In a sense, but at the same time, they are upgrading facilities. They're bringing new life to baseball. You can host an all-star game in a new spot. If it was waterfront property, it won't happen because the infrastructure in this area is not built for that, especially with the trade routes. But anything okay. besides so, that. So, you're, so, you know, where that domed area is in Long Beach that everyone's always speculated, you don't think that could ever happen? On a Friday night, if you go down there, or anytime after 5 o'clock, it oh. is mayhem with just traffic, people coming – uh, to and from work and everything, trying to travel back and forth. And it's just, it's the biggest mess you've seen. You put a stadium there, the police would literally have to shut down streets and direct traffic like crazy. And there's only two freeway accesses immediately close by. You have to go over two bridges to hit the 110 freeway, or you have to go the one bridge to 710, which is also a uh, major truck route yeah. for the for the port right there. So you can be stuck behind semi-trucks a lot and it's it's not built for it. Okay. So, uh, and then, uh, um, what about Tustin? I know they always said Tustin. Could you see that? I thought you know, that'd be great. Yeah, I thought that'd be, yeah, the hangars that magically just burned down right now. A little interesting. But uh, I thought that'd be oh, great. Oh, did it? I, did, I, I, obviously I'm not I, I believe so. Now. Okay. I believe it was those hangars there. But it was, uh, that's an opportunity of a lifetime there. I mean, stay in Orange County. I'm a big proponent to stay there. Get Build the fan base there. Try to even cut in which we're not going to now because potters are better you could have cut into north county of san diego and kind of brought people up to come watch the games but i, I just pulled it up right here the angels since 2002 have only spent 54 million dollars out of that 54 million 20 million came from the city okay yeah i mean rough, almost half 
came from the city of Anaheim. That's not very many repairs for a very old stadium that this is. I mean, it just neglected. And you can go over and over. It's just a very neglected stadium. For anybody who's interested, there is a documentary uh, on uh, YouTube. It's about an hour long about uh, Wrigley Field. I don't know if you've gotten to watch it. Um, Mm -mm. Okay, well, you should, Robin. Anyone else who's interested, you know, if you type in Wrigley Field rebuilt documentary. Like I said, it's a really interesting hour. And they talk about the fact like, hey, the new ownership wanted to repair Wrigley Field. They talked about like how disrepaired it was. The fact that like the stadium had rusted down to its core, so they literally had to dig into the foundation of the stadium, rebuilt it from the foundation up while the stadium still stood tall. And if something, I understand Wrigley Field, you know, almost forty years older than Angel Stadium was or is, because Angel Stadium is almost sixty years old at this point. Wrigley Field's like what one hundred and five ish. Yeah, much older. But the difference is that they just did a complete refurbishment of Wrigley Field. Angel Stadium is, you know, almost 60 years old. We can't be that far off from needing a major refurbishment. I don't mean painting over the rusted pipes. I'm saying, like, they're going to have to do some foundation work. They're probably going to have to drill farther in. How many constant earthquakes has this stadium seen? There's literally parts of the stadium that you could see aren't level anymore. And that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. I mean, California has, you know, hundreds of earthquakes a year, hundreds and hundreds, right? Almost constant earthquakes. And there's nothing wrong with that because a lot of these buildings aren't built for that. But this stadium was built in the 60s. It's not like it's a modern facility, like, you know, something like Petco Park or what the Clippers are building. Those buildings are built to move. You know, they have modern engineering. The Angels Stadium did in the 60s. So there's definitely some extensive repairs that are going to have to get done here just to make this home viable for the next 20 years even. Forget about beyond yeah. that. They mentioned it here in this article too. I'll send it over to you later. Oh, after please. Is, uh, it's $150 million is needed. And this was last year they were saying that. So it okay. needs so at least $150 million for now. it. Yeah. And they want the city to help pay for it. But again, why am I going to pay for something if you're not going to be here for yeah. the next four years or six years, whatever it is? And the one thing we can definitely say about the city of Anaheim, they are very interested in the angel staying in Anaheim. They've been very vocal. All, all Multiple mayors have said that, you know, not only for the fact that because it is a money generator for the city, it truly is because they mm-hmm. do attract so many fans. It's just part of the Orange County experience, right? People go to Disneyland. People go to Angel Stadium. Like, those do go hand in hand. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and the other thing is just the fact that it gives the uh, residents something to cheer for. And the fact that it's also so ingrained in Orange County history. It's not like the team just kind of came out of nowhere. Like, you know, say what you want about while well, Oakland's been there for like 60 years at the Coliseum or whatever it is, like 50 years, but they came from another city. The Angels came from LA and moved to where they are because Gene Autry and Walt Disney were friends, acquaintances, whatever it was. You know, it was Walt Disney's idea to build Angel Stadium where they did. So what I'm saying mm-hmm. is it's such a major part of Orange County. Yeah, absolutely is. So that's where I am on it. Um, 
that's that, that's about what I have, Rob. Anything you still have on this topic? Did it say a little bit about what those repairs needed are besides, you know, foundation work? I would assume that's probably the biggest money grabber there. It didn't go into depth on what it needed, but uh, it just uh, another it uh, references another article where it says that the city of Anaheim makes $1.6 million from the stadium. So as you said, they're very vested in keeping the angels here and keeping the stadium alive in itself because of everything that you can do here for oh, yeah. in itself. And then from uh, in the early uh, 2010s, I guess you would say, right, that decade, the Angels made a crap ton of money off the stadium oh, yeah. because they didn't they didn't pay anything, right? The lease was cheap. We were selling out like crazy. So it was pretty good, uh, pretty good profit for them. They're, they're trying to claim that uh, the Angels make $100 million a year during that time frame. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that at all. So it would be really interesting if they could make a beneficial deal for both sides. Like, cause I feel like Artie could even convince the city of Anaheim. Like, okay, Hey, you know what? We'll be here for 30 to 40 years. Um, We will get, you know, where we kind of give up on the parking lot, you know, we'll give the city of Anaheim the parking lot. You guys can do whatever you want, build apartments, LA live situation, whatever you guys want. And with the money generated from that, you can put it towards the renovations. I bet the city of Anaheim will take that in the heartbeat because, like we've said, there is nowhere else they're going to get that kind of land. And you mean to tell me that companies like Disney wouldn't go crazy to try to put some stuff there to open up more land around their property? Hell, even if they put employee parking lots there that can double as parking lots for the fans during games, that frees up room for Disney to you know expand on their current footprint. There's a lot of businesses that would move in there happily. It's funny that you say that Disney did, did build that bridge over the five to connect, to help connect it back to Disney, another route for them. And there is talk of Disney wanting to expand the footprint there like they have in Walt Disney World. And what better place than have a little connecting bridge where you take a bus from Disneyland parking lot over there. It's that new park where Angel Stadium currently sits. Well, I remember back when Disney owned both the Ducks and the Angels, there was rumors. And I mean, I, I don't even just want to say rumors because there were plans where they were legitimately talking about it to extend the monorail service out there because, you know, Disney owned both teams, right? They could have truly controlled the Platinum Triangle and then they could have controlled Disneyland. And honestly, in the future, I would love to see a situation where they can make more legitimate transportation from the Platinum Triangle to Disneyland. I think that would be great for the city. That could be mm -hmm. beneficial to Disney because, I mean, this is all tax write-off for them anyway. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely is. So, I mean, I mean, not like they pay taxes anyway, right? They're, they're a mega corporation. Yeah, they're in their own. Yeah, they're in their own tax bracket. They make their own rules. It's fine. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah. Hey, Rob, anything else you got closing here? Um, No, man. We just... We just want a fun place to go with our families and somewhere we can brag about where our stadium is better than yours. Oh, your team might not be good this year. We're going to hear that. I'm sure quite some time, but you know what? Sense of security angel stadium is great. You just need to encapture the rest of the family experience there and get something for us to keep coming back. Well, hopefully somebody from the angels hear this because I mean, I can guarantee you there's going to be a lot of games this year where the stadium looks like it looks behind you right now. It's, <laughs> yeah, I I would not doubt that whatsoever. I mean, besides opening day and when I'm sure the Yankees and Dodgers come to town the, the, the and the Red Sox, the, the Cubs, maybe those kind of teams. 
yeah, it's you won't see a, a red stadium, you'll see the other team around, but you got to do something for these fans who are loyal to you because if not, um, if it hasn't already happened, people are jumping ship. Well, like I, I will say this in closing. Artie, if you build it, they will come. If you give fans a reason to want to bring their families, they will always bring their families. I, I promise you that. If mom and dad have an excuse to go out and have a good time with their family or, you know, whatever. Hey, you know, uncle wants to take uh, their brother. They want to bring their kids or whatever your family dynamic is. If there is a safe and fun and affordable place, the families will always go. And I just feel like the angels have just kind of used that as a cop out. Like, well, Rob, you're going to bring your family anyway. Why do we give a crap? You know, who cares? You're going to come either way, dude. But what they don't understand is Rob's family will come a lot more if they had a reason to. So angels front mm-hmm. office, this is your, this is us asking, you know, Work something out with the city of Anaheim. I guarantee you the city of Anaheim would be all for it because, you know, they're making money. So that's that's what I have to say here. Sounds good. I mean, didn't say that <laughs> myself. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you guys stick around because we are producing daily episodes here. Uh, Rob was nice enough to join us, and he's always welcome, and we're always happy when he does come on. Guys, we're hosting a softball game on Saturday at Pearson Park. Make sure to be there. It starts at 11. That's going to be a family-friendly environment. We do have a playground about 200 steps away where you can, you know, keep an eye on your kids, play in the softball game, eat some tacos. It's going to be a good time. It's not supposed to rain anymore, so come out. I'm flying out from Texas. I'm excited to see all of you guys there. It's free to play. The only thing we ask is that you guys pay for your shirt. It's about 15 bucks. And besides that, sign the waiver and you're good to go. Bring your own equipment. It'll be a good time. Uh, Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Let us know if there's future episodes you guys want to see. And if not, baseball's back, guys. Pitchers and catchers report today. So enjoy it. And I'm sure we'll see you guys at Tempe. Have a great day, everyone. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content, and Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite.